Hello, my spontaneous people. This is Shiny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture, from music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And today, uh, for a little bit of update, I was actually the main title of this of this uh, episode was supposed to be about Godzilla vs. Kong, and I will be talking about Godzilla vs. Kong and my initial thoughts and reflections, but the main title will be is episode 4 about Falcon the Winter Soldier, because holy crap, there was stuff that I really wanted to talk about. Um, so, I'm basically... (laughs) Basically, uh, <laughs> I'll be talking about John Walker, our, uh, uh, Mr. U.S. Agent, uh, I, I don't want to call him Captain America, I really don't, <laughs> but there is a lot to pack it. Also, I'll be, to be talking about the possibility of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire, it is just a rumor, and maybe, maybe I'll be talking about what's going on in the CW Arrowverse. Um, There are some cool stuff, but um, I'm probably not going to talk about it too much. But before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, and wherever you can get your podcast. So without further ado, let's get started on the news of Spider-Man 4. Um... With uh, the possibility of Sam Raimi uh, directing his his version of Spider-Man 4. Now, his idea with Spider-Man 4 is probably going to change <laughs> because of because of because Tobey Maguire got older since like you know the plans. So of course he has to you know alternate things a bit, but. Is this true? I don't think it's true. I think it's always, whenever we hear these rumors about the possibility of, especially with Tobey Maguire joining uh, or coming back to Spider-Man, or even the news, even the news about Spider-Verse, or uh, Spider-Man um, uh, No Way Home, um, I feel like... <clears throat> These are rumors that have been built up to the point where it is out of control and I don't know. I, I feel like it, it, it just seems too good to be true. I want it to be true. I really want it to be true, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, what should I expect? I feel like the, the first thought that came, came to my mind for us for an idea of spider-man 4 is is um, him and MJ are going through a divorce <laughs> that's that's what I feel because they have like such relationship problems um, I, I I feel like it can go in the route of uh, spider-verse Whereas, like, Peter B. Parker was, um, dealing with, um, his midlife crisis with MJ, 
and bills and all that stuff. Maybe not to that extent, but dealing with, like, you know, marriage problems or something. And, and I can't imagine that for Spider-Man 4, and as much as I don't want this to happen, as much as I don't want this to happen, if they were to kill off Spider-Man and introduce Miles Morales, um, now that, that probably won't be true, but this gives Tobey Maguire at least like a farewell goodbye of, of the character and, and don't have to come back because he's, he, like, you know, he would be dead. Um, Again, I don't want that to happen, but if Tobey Maguire really wants to say goodbye to this character and Sam Raimi, um, I think that could be a way to go. However, um, however, again, these are just speculations, rumors, it's never true, or it, it really just sparks the, con- the con- uh, con- not controversy, um, it just sparks up, you know, interest, and, and for Sony, like, for Sony, I think, uh, I think Sony said, like, oh, Sam Raimi's doing this, I, again, I, I'm not sure, however, with Sam Raimi directing, um, Doctor Strange, and possibly some involvement with, um, Spider-Man No Way Home, we don't know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't have official trailer yet. And the movie is supposed to be coming out this week. I mean, this week. This year. Um, I believe so. But, man, there's a lot to hope for, really. I just hope we get our money's worth. You know. We'll see. We'll see. Alright, now... I could briefly talk about... The CW Arrowverse, like, I mean, I think the, in Supergirl, I think the, um, the Phantoms in the Phantom Zone were pretty cool, um, I think that, um, Kara meeting her father in the Phantom Zone, that was really interesting, um, it's not as cheesy. It, it really is really emotionally driven, which is um, which is what I like. Um, again, I, I I I don't know what else to say really. All, all I'm saying is, since it, it is the final season, I I'm just looking forward to what's coming up next because of how are they going to, you know, um, hit the mark and be like, oh, this is going to be a good season, a, f- a good final season. So. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah. And then The Flash. <laughs> Ironically, this is probably one of my my favorite episodes of the season so far. And Barry's barely in the episode. Um, I really like the going back to the 90s uh, thing. But what I really like is... Is Chester's moment with... His father, his, his, his presumably dead father, because of, um, 
I think it's just like you know unresolved and like it, it, it's the typical it's the typical I resent my father he doesn't spend time with me as much but then you get to learn why he does those things now um do I condone that no because neglect is you know a childhood traumatic thing and but also if if a parent just works really hard for their child then it kind of makes up for it but I do believe that neglect is something that all parents should think about and how they could um, increase that bond with their kid you know so I really like those like those moments and Chester really shined Chester really shined in the this episode but this going back to the 90s thing it, it was such a it was such a trip really it, it reminded me of uh, I don't know it reminded me of uh, sort of like back kind of like back to the future but also I don't know. I don't know. The first thing that comes into mind is either Back to the Future, but also John Hughes for some reason. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm thinking of John Hughes. John Hughes movies, you know, those high school, like, typical movies. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I really, I really like that episode. All right. Now, now we get into the spoiler talk. This is going to be a spoiler discussion of Godzilla vs. Kong. And I will just be talking about... <laughs> I'll briefly talk about the humans, and I just want to talk about the fights. That's all. <laughs> That's all I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about right now. So, um, the humans. Um, they're there. Um, they only hold to... to they're only there to discuss what's going on. Like my favorite character of that movie was the uh, the the deaf girl uh, Gia from Skull Island. She is the like you know she was the heart of that movie too because she can communicate with Khan with, with, with sign language, which actually kind of makes sense. You know, Go uh, Godzilla Kong. At least he gets to communicate with sign language maybe not a lot he just knows like one word home um so it's a way for her to communicate with him and you know for for a movie that is called Godzilla versus Kong Kong feels like the main character of the story and Godzilla is just being badass you know which I'm not mad about um there's not much to like <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna make a like a sympathetic story of Godzilla or like what do you want to know his backstory oh it's so lonely in the ocean <laughs> that sort of thing um but he's King Kong I mean, I mean he's King Kong he's Godzilla but Kong because he's more close to like you know humans or like in terms of primates um because primates are like you know are closer to uh, humans and the way they communicate, uh, it's more understandable and more being more sympathetic to Kong. But yeah, for most of the time, Kong's been laying on his back with most of the movie. But um, but yeah, uh, I have not much else to say about the. Uh, well, we, we have Millie Bobby Brown back. Um, 
I mean, she's there, and she has a friend. Um, at, at least she made friends. But also, there is a man who is like a like a conspiracy theorist. Like, <laughs> I was watching a uh, Godzilla vs Kong on his trailers, and they they were bad. <laughs> they were. Like <laughs> They were talking about podcasters like, you know, like myself, and I'm just like, oh, that's a low blow, man. Um, but understandable, like, I'm not, I'm not like the best person when it comes to podcasting, but I, I love to do it. I really love to, and I like to discuss it with, uh, with you all, like, you know, weekly, so. But anyways, but anyways, the humans are there, and then uh, Sarazawa's son's there, but he's basically not a, not really a great person, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, we keep forgetting that he's there, and like, for the legacy of uh, Mr. Sarazawa, or Ken Watanabe, like, this is a legacy? With a dude just wants to control a mecha Godzilla? what the, like, I don't know, I don't know, but anyways, let's talk about the fights. The first fight, Godzilla vs. Kong, round one, and that's in the ocean. And when do you see Godzilla jumping from ship to ship? I'm like, that's gotta sink. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the weight of like, I, I, like physics. Like I, I don't know. Like I don't know the physics of it. But like that boat, I, I thought that boat would sink, or like the ships. If it's really heavy, then I guess. But anyways, but really, like Kong just like got his ass whooped in like the first round. Like God, I didn't see like Godzilla waver like as if like he's struggling. No, Godzilla wasn't struggling. So, and he was on. And and keep in mind. Kong was on his turf. His turf, like, you know, Godzilla's turf is basically land and sea. So, whatever they do, like, he, <laughs> Kong is fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, I mean, Kong did his best, but Godzilla was just like, hey, I won this round. So, like, fuck off. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> and that's kind of like the same thing for the second time. The second time. The second round. Um, in Hong Kong, and, <laughs> oh my god, Hong Kong is pissed, Hong Kong is pissed, no wonder they didn't like this movie, they damaged Hong Kong, man, like, it got obliterated, <laughs> and that's, that's more damage, that's more damage than, like, Man of Steel, man, like, Man of Steel made a lot of damage in Metropolis, this just, you know what, but now that I think about it, Wait, let me change that back. I think Mana still did more damage, because, like, I don't know. I don't know if they did more damage, but whatever. But anyways, back to the fight. This is my favorite fight of all of it, and and it and it beats Mechagodzilla. Like, you know, Mechagodzilla was cool, but the second fight, man, Kong can't take a break, man. <laughs> At, like, you know, after going to the Hollow Earth and getting an axe, 
Well, and you could tell, like, the axe, it, it's from, like, one of Godzilla's, you know, spikes or something. But really, but really, after getting a, even getting a axe and getting his own throat, he still got his ass whooped. Um, I would say, I would say that, like, Kong did a pretty good fight, but the thing is, is that Godzilla just... He has fire, man. Like, he has, like... Like, he has those blasts, and... And he is terrifying. And, um, pretty agile for a lizard, really. But, like, like... Kong had the agility. Like, but Godzilla had the strength, man. And... And then, like, when it's done... Like, like... Godzilla just put his foot on Godzilla's chest and be like... If you mess with me, I will find you and I'll make sure I'll end you, bro. And that was the message that Godzilla was sending. So it was so awesome. But then when Mega Godzilla came in, and then Godzilla started like you know struggling because he had uh, Mega Godzilla had like Ghidorah's like brain or something, or like like thoughts or something. So. He's basically half Ghidorah, half, like, you know, Mechagodzilla. So, and the Mechagodzilla just, you know, starts to beat Godzilla. It's like, oh, I can't do this alone. And just like every other fight scenes, or like, like you know, with big, big hitters, with, like, you know, Godzilla versus Kong, they would unite to defeat a common enemy. And that is when, like, you know, uh, Kong basically redeemed himself. Um, we, we know that God, like, Godzilla won those first two rounds, but Kong makes up for it by beating Mechagodzilla with the help of Godzilla, of course, so I think that <clears throat> we sympathize with Kong for a bit, you know, and then he, he gets his triumph over Mechagodzilla, but then again, Godzilla still, still wins those two rounds, and there is a clear winner. <laughs> there is a clear winner. Godzilla is the clear winner, but God, like you know, but King Kong was the you know the hero of the of the movie. So, so yeah, I really I did enjoy this film. I liked watching reactors watch the movie. So I think that is something. Um, I think that's where, like, my enjoyment comes for it. Because I love seeing people getting hyped for those fights. Will I see it again? Maybe. But, but yeah. I still think, I, I still liked uh, 2014's Godzilla, but, um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I've, now I feel like I have to go back and watch the original King Kong because HBO Max, HBO Max has the original King Kong and they have the original Gojira, uh, so I can't wait to watch those films. And lastly, spoiler talk for episode four of Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, all all I have to say is this. This is going to be a spoiler talk. This is going to be a spoiler talk. And I'm not going to do like a whole review. I'm just going to share some thoughts on the episode. So, we have... We see John Walker really going down the dark path. Of like, he has all this pressure. 
of like being the you know the best Captain America he could be, but also he's not really doing a very good job. And also you see Zemo once again just scheming things. And we were left off with Bucky talking to Io or Ao from Wakanda, and she is pissed. She is pissed that um, Bucky let go of Zemo after Zemo basically killed uh, King T'Chaka and framing Bucky so so we we see we see them more uh I, I forgot what they're called the door Mirage I, I forgot I forgot what they're called I'm very sorry but anyways but anyways um I think I f- I think one of my favorite moments of this episode was uh, seeing Sam trying to be reasonable with Carly because and I like the philosophy of it too like who's right and who is more right or basically what are the different perspectives of like what is the right thing to do Carly she has good intentions but the problem is she put uh, people in danger and and there's this question of like are they innocent lives and like no they're not basically when the half of the world half like when half of the universe was snapped they preferred that way and they were building you know bridges and and basically like war is like basically over and then when you brought these you know the people back it's like it is an unfortunate thing um for them when they're just finally getting to understand each other and that took five years that took five years of understanding one another so so yeah i get what carly was saying but also sam was just like if we're gonna do this right or at least if if what is the right thing to do the methods that she was doing, it did feel like a supremacist, and I was like, oh no, I'm not a supremacist, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a revolutionary, and then there was a moment, there was a moment that I really liked, where, like, Sam caught her off guard to make her sound like the villain, no, 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 you made me sound like that, no, no one made you say anything, you said that with your own words, so, so yeah, but anyways, Let's talk about the the Super Soldier Serum. Carly had a bag of them, and then she and then she drew. Um, I think Zemo. Uh, I think uh, Zemo like like slice uh, like shot her, and then there was a moment where all the Super Serums like you know uh, she had like a it was like a it was like a fanny pack. It was a fanny pack of the Super Soldier Serum. And... And then, like, Zemo just crushed all of it. But when John Walker came in... And... When John Walker saw that last vial... When he saw that last vial and he was just like... Oh, I... (laughs) I will definitely take this. But then again, him and his uh, partner, Blackstar... He, like, they had a co- they had a talk about like whether he should take it or not. Uh, like, if he had a super, like, if basically a super soldier serum or any kind of drug, really, it makes you more of yourself, really. 
you know, like, basically, like, true colors, you know, that sort of a thing, and, again, I, I, I hate John Walker, but you get his, you understand what his thought process is, you get his, like, basically, you understand why he's going through this, and that makes him, like, I feel like John Walker really, like, emphasizes how human he feels, like, uh, at least the faults of, like, like, humanity, or the faults of being a human, and how something could, you know, push a guy so far, and by the way, when, uh, when, when the Wakandans, like, go to their hideout, and then he just whooped, like, you know, like, John Walker's ass, like, <laughs> damn, damn, because they, they were going for Zemo, but John Walker, oh my god, don't put your hand on these ladies, they could whoop your ass, and they didn't, they didn't, like, you know, hesitate, they didn't hesitate, and when he got his ass whooped, he was like, but they're not super soldiers, and I'm like, damn straight, that is pure strength, and it just makes him feel more shitty about himself, which pushed him even further to take the super soldier serum, and spoiler alert, he, he did, and now he's chasing for, <clears throat> for Carly, and Car the, the nerves of Carly to threaten, basically threaten, in a quote-unquote polite way, to Sam's sister, Sarah, to call her. Uh, first of all, how did he get the phone number? <laughs> how did he get the phone number? But anyways, she called her and be like, I, I'm debating whether I should kill Sam, but if anything happens, I might have to threaten your kids too and i'm like oh that's it she's going down that rabbit hole from like from quote-unquote revolutionary to really supremacist so you know as much as i understand her struggles and the reason behind her motives it is i don't agree with it and i do agree with sam but there are some truths to what carly said about like what is considered innocent you know, I, I, I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, but methods of fighting is definitely on the wrong path. But then again, when Carly, like, meets Sam and Bucky, and after, then we ha they have a fight, and then John Walker just comes in with his partner, and then from fight scene to fight scenes, and again, you could, see, you could tell that he took the super soldier serum about, like, bending these poles and throwing the shield, like, at, like, super strength, and then, and then Carly, like, kicks his partner, Lamar or Blackstar, and I can tell he's dead, he's dead, and John Walker just, just, he's just so mad, he chased Carly out and then he saw one of the super soldiers, and this is the moment, this is the moment where everybody, like, they already hate John Walker, but they're gonna hate him even more. He takes the shield, and just murders him. He just like, bam, 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 like, like that's vibranium, and like, he didn't have a choice. So, but yeah. But man. Like, and every, and that, that was broad daylight, that was broad daylight, and 
everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. Like, they were recording on their phones. And, dude, like, this is probably the darkest moment in MCU history. In MCU history. Man. This was... This was brutal. And this is on Disney Plus, man. <laughs> this is on Disney Plus, and they allowed this to happen. But bam, bam, bam. <sighs> you know what? I know this is gonna be a screenshot, but there's a screenshot of like John Walker, like <laughs> he was lifting the shield, and he could see his like derp, stupid face. Um. <laughs> It's funny, but man, they actually went that far. And and there and that there's that shot of him holding the shield and you could see that blood on that shield. That was it really shook me. Like even just talking about it, it like it, it kind of slowed down. And that's what happened in the end credit scene the end credit scene is just like it's like a it's like a very somber music like there's some music but it, it just seems quiet but man what an episode like the first half was pretty slow and then the second half it was just like you know very hype but i will say this i will say this i've talked about it before and i've talked about it with um about Harry Potter, about uh, Professor Umbridge. Do not hate the actor or actress, but you hate the character. And the fact that we hate this guy, that we hate John Walker, just shows like what kind of you know actor um, uh, White Russell is. White Russell, man, I I, I want to give props. Like I want to clap for him though. He, he, he really put a hell of a performance of being the most, like, douchiest and the douchiest Captain America slash U.S. agent we've ever seen. But I don't hate him. I, I don't hate the actor. I hate the character. That is something that we all need to distinguish. Um... Because it is really important to make sure that these actors, like, they're putting the performance and they're really trying to tell a story. And we, and he played it really well. And I'm sure that, I'm sure that he, he knows what he's signing up for to be the most hated character in the MCU. But he's willing to do it. But, you know... It is our part as an audience. Yes, we hate the character, but but for an actor, I would say props to the actor. That takes a lot of, you know, that's a lot of talent. It really is. So, props to Wyatt, but man, John Walker. What a character, man. What a character. So, once again... Hate the character, but appreciate the actor. Yeah, I'm going to end it there. 
That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And until next time, so long. Farewell. Take care. Bye-bye.